Proudly sponsored by stms.studio for all your merch and printing needs. Proud patron of Ian's Chain Charity, helping to save lives together. Hello. Hello. Hello, is that Gary? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I am full of the cold, so if I sound like a gnu, you'll have to excuse me. Oh, it's okay. There's a lot of it going round, isn't there, at the moment? Yes, definitely. It's terrible, isn't it? Absolutely. First COVID and then now everyone with a sniffle, you're like, oh, it's not COVID. I've done a test. You feel like you have to tell them and show them. That's right. <laughs> um, this is week number five now and it's just getting ridiculous, you know. Yeah, they're just not shifting, are they? I think uh, with the weather being so cold now as well, um, you know, it's, it just tends to linger, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much um, for joining me today. Um, we're just going to basically go through um, your history, really. Obviously, Claire reached out to me and she was telling me about um, heavy petting. And she says that she wants you to, to kind of abolish the, the rumours that you're, you're not in the band anymore. And uh, you're in a new one called Burnt Out Wreck. So obviously, this is basically to tell people to leave you alone. You're in Burnt Out Wreck. <laughs> <laughs> she gets she gets bombarded with people asking her daft questions like that all the time. That's why she's she's so hot on them, you know. Really? It don't bother. It don't bother me, you know. But yeah. Well, that's. I think when you when you've had uh, you know when you've been in such a big band. Um, I mean, when they, they were formed in what 1981. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So back in the 80s, and um, I was I was having a little look actually um, prior to this interview, just seeing. So you you started off as a drummer there, didn't you? Yeah. Um... I was a drummer since I was about nine, I suppose, you know, starting bashing the pots and pans. You're, so, you were known as Weeper, weren't you? Gary Weeper. <laughs> so tell me, where did that come from? The band were called Weeper. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, basically it was just myself and uh, Gordon Bonner. Uh, we were at secondary school together and we started when we were about 13 or 14, you know, and we were together all the way right through until um, probably... 2010 or something. Wow, so you go back years with Gary then. Yeah. Wow. So I saw that Brian May was the co-producer um, for Heavy Petting then, I read, on your webpage. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. So, you know, uh, Brian May and uh, the Queen producer Matt mm. uh, co-produced the album together. So that was just, uh, he had some bare time on his hands and he was looking for something to do and he ended up um, coming our way. And uh, yeah, that was a great experience, you know. Um, I mean, look who you supported, Kiss, Ozzy, Motley Crue, Metallica, Saxon, Dio, Rat. I mean, what was that like? anybody that would have us, you know, in the time, back in the 80s, it was really exciting, you know, and uh, it was all very new, and uh, we were just 22, 23, and just running around like crazy people, you know, getting drunk and having fun, you know, playing rock and roll. Yeah, just what so, you want to uh, do, that's fantastic. No, well, yeah, that's, that was what life was all about. <laughs> I mean, what was the best, what was the best moment that you had from back then? Best moment? Mm. Oh, obviously, um, obviously, meeting Kiss, meeting Ozzy, you know, um, going to America and going out on the road with, like you say, Rat and Motley Crue, just, you know, those memories are just special, you know. And yeah, living the dream, basically. They, they never die, you know. but yeah, it was just awesome, mate. So I see that you've you've signed a record deal. The record label's called Bump Out Records, so... Ah, okay. And uh, 
Denise and uh, the distributors. Oh, okay. And I see that you've seen sense. You've got an all-female team. Hey, you know what, right? I'm very much, I argue with my partner a lot of the time because when I ask him to do a job, he'll do it, but it just won't be good enough. It'll be to like his standard. And and I look at him and you know, I don't want to be the one complaining all the time, but it's just not to my standard. So yeah. in a way, women are, you know, people are probably going to stick me for this, but I think they are better at the job because they actually do what they say they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's just the way it turned out, you know, obviously having uh, my wife as my manager and then, you know, just finding all these other people, other women, you know, it just all sort of came together and made sense, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely for the best, that, that as well, you know. And I see that you're um, a good horseman, your wife told me. <laughs> they were her exact words. He's a good horseman. No. I don't know. I think you should do a calendar, you know. I've seen some of the photos of you leading the horses out and standing by them. I'd buy that. It'd be like a, a cowboy country photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of good uh, pictures taken a few years ago. Yeah, they turned out really well. Yeah, one of them's going to be this podcast cover as well. I've chosen it. When she sent me a photo, I was like, that's the one. That's what's going to be the podcast cover. <laughs> I think you should you should sign them and sell them off, you know. Oh, I don't know. I'll make a tenner. Yeah. So you played um, Planet Rockstock last weekend. Was it the Saturday that you played? Yeah. Um, we were the last band on the second stage, and uh, it was freezing cold. Yeah, it was in Wales, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, oh, but you know, luckily uh, we had a good crowd who did and watched and nodded and stomped their feet and sang the choruses to me. So. But that's what you want as a band. It went really well. That is oh, what you yeah, want. Definitely. You know, you've written, you you write the majority of the songs, don't you? I, I write them all, you know. Do you? I've got a big head about it. It's just, a, it's just a, it's my songs and my, my thing, you know. So, so do, you, do you kind of sit down and do, do you kind of just rack your brain or do you do it as and when it comes up? kind of you know you're going about your daily life and then you'll think oh actually i could put that in a song is that how it works yeah yeah pretty much you know i can come to you at any time and uh, uh, whether it's tune in your head or whether it's lyrics or you know or just an idea you know you see something and then you go away and try and write about it or something but you know most of the time it's just a guitar riff it starts with for me and then i try and uh, make noises <laughs> so <laughs> how did you go from a drummer to, the, to be you know a guitarist and singer um, easily, really. Um, as I said, you know, starting at a really early age, you know, we used to write our own tunes, and so I've always done that part of it. But then, uh, you know, uh, just we sort of formed this band called Muller's Room, uh, around about 91, 92, and couldn't find a singer, and I just said, okay, you know, I might as well sing, and see as I'm writing the, so- <laughs> the songs anyway, and it's my voice, really. So, you know, so that was it. And uh, started there. Then I started playing rhythm guitar a few years later, um, when one of the guitarists left, and then I never looked back really, you know, so mm. I seem to be able to do I seem to be able to do quite a few things like that. So. Well, I mean, I've listened to your album, you know, and it's it's really good. It's old school classic rock with a hint of, yeah, well, I'm... I'd say with a bit, bit of hint of country in there. <laughs> well, yeah, 
well, yeah, on this album, yeah. I think, you know, I'm an old man, so I do play old school classics wrong. Yeah, but you know what? It works. It's faultless. It, it, it just goes, and that's what people love. Yeah, I hope so, you know. Uh, the more the merrier, you know. Uh, give it a listen, you know. Uh, I mean, stand and fight, just kick them in the balls. I I was listening to that, and I, that is one of them that they chant back to you. Stand and fight, just kick them in the balls. It's so catchy. Yeah, well, they did sing it. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good. It's funny, you know. Um, yeah, you, that was that was that was written in twenty twenty. Went so it was lockdown. They brought that out of me, you know. You want to be careful though, yeah. Gary, kicking people, especially if you've got uh, two full hips. <laughs> you don't want to cock your leg up too high. Uh, well, it just about throws on the internet. So <laughs> I don't think I'll be out kicking people. <laughs> I see that, um, you know, your new album that's due for release in December, isn't it? Is it the round about the 16th of December? I've got it in my head. Yeah. yeah? Um, number three on Amazon pre-order, the hot new release chart. You've done really well for yeah, that. New release. Mm. Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, you know, i just seen that today and I just thought, oh, that's mashing today. So, yeah, hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll tell and uh, we'll have to get some more printed. That would be, that would be a great thing for us, you know. Well, hopefully. I mean, that was the purpose of this, really. Just to, you know, let people know and make them aware, especially because it's due for release next week. Um, a nice, good yeah. Christmas present for them. And I see you've got some honey rum. Burnt Out Rec have got their own honey rum, have they? Yeah, uh, there's a company called Black and Dyed, and, and they, they asked us if we could, they could use the logo and make it on a, a cider, you know, and they did. So, um, after a few years there, they came up with the, the rum idea. I don't know, but uh, they've turned me a pirate on the label. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> does my head in, you know, here he is with a sword now, you know, what else is he going to do? That's it, you need an eye patch now, Gary, when you're walking around, people might recognise you. <laughs> They'll be like, I it's him from the rum, look. Yeah, I think they get a bit some on, right. <laughs> I love it. Um, did you manage to build your conservatory, by the way? Did you manage to finish it? Yeah, <laughs> where are you getting this from? <laughs> well, it's funny that, I was watching your interview and, uh, you were covered in plasterboard. You were like, oh, I've just been covered in plasterboard from building That's the conservatory. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, you're trying to insulate it. You know, these things are just freezing in the winter and roasting hot in the summer, you know. Of course they are. Of course they are. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to do, insulate the place. But yeah. <laughs> See, you've done my homework. Are you impressed? Yeah, definitely. That's a, a real uh, oddball question. <laughs> well, you know, someone gave me some advice when I started doing these podcasts. And the bit of advice was, if you're going to interview someone, make sure you've searched, make sure you've done your homework and make sure you come up with things that'll take them you know take them by surprise yeah well yeah i mean you know some of the interviews i've done you know crazy you know tell me about you yeah yeah tell yeah, yeah. tell me about you just go geez switch off i want to go to sleep absolutely <laughs> well that's why like especially mine i i love just getting to know you as a person bands people rather than behind an album you know i don't want to know what track five is i want to know you for you i want your fans to get to know you because if they've never met you before, they don't know what your personality's like. And from this, no, they'll know no. that you've got a real good sense of humour. You know, you you dress up like a pirate in your spare time, which is fine. <laughs> Each to their own, no judgement here. <laughs> yeah, <brilliant. laughs> That's it now. That's it. Everyone will be coming in fancy dress. <laughs> No, no, exactly, yeah. Um, so, what are you hoping from, obviously, you've, you've got a really, really 
um, strong start from this album, and it hasn't even been released yet. Have you no. had many pre-orders, or? Um, I don't know the figures. That's obviously that that's Amazon and mm. whatever HMV, whatever that's getting uh, sold from. But uh, we won't know anything until maybe next year, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And they might let us know. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the meantime, you know, we can plug, 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 and plug. Um, I mean, what are you, what are you hoped for next year? What are you hoping to achieve? Um, just. Hoping that it, you know, you get picked up around the world and people actually play it, and more people get to play it. You know, especially like you said about country on here. You know, with I'm a loser too, the country track. You know, um, I, I just put it on there for just for the sake of it. You know, it's a, it's a good song. Sat doing nothing, and I thought I'm just gonna bang it on this album because it's a great way to end the album with a, a third ball. Like you know, you just don't expect it, and there it is. You know. Well, I think you uh, should get yourself a pair of chaps. Get yourself a pair of chaps. Get yourself on the horses and get yourself on the paddock singing along. I'm not getting on a horse, no. Oh no, Gary, that's awful. I love that. People are too fixated on animals, they don't care about the people. So how many horses do you own now? Five. And what are yeah, they called? Yeah, she, yeah, she could collect thimbles or something like that, couldn't she? But no, she's got five horses. Yeah, but, you know, she's yeah. got to have something to occupy her time with. I mean, you know, she could collect stamps or something, so at least she's she's got something that's pretty decent. Pretty decent, right? Eh? Well, we've got cats. We've got bingo cats. Well, we do like that. Oh. Uh, we don't have any chickens. No geese, we're not doing You must live on some kind of small <laughs> holding, then. No, we don't. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Wait till the album's taken off, and then you can get yourself a small holding, and then she can add a few more horses to the collection. Yeah, we'll buy one each, and she can take the animals, eh? We did say that, you know, for every thousand album that you sell, she can have another horse. (laughs) (laughs) You're in trouble, by the way. Oh, am I? Right. That's enough for that. Okay. I'll look forward to that, though. Trouble excites me, though, Gary. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not punishment. <laughs> That's right. Um, so you played Blackpool um, a couple of weeks ago, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, we played at the uh, ACDC Highway Hill. Yeah, you know? and yeah, because uh, people say that you've got an ACDC writing style. Yeah, Bon Scott. ACDC, yeah, ACDC, yeah, that's my favourite band, favourite music, but uh, I like all sorts, obviously. Yeah, you've just got good taste though, haven't you, you know? Yeah, I mean, loads of people sound like ACDC, you know, you know, when they're writing about the new album or whatever, they're just, you know, it's ACDC this, ACDC that, you know, if these people never heard of Airborne, you know, because I think they're a bit ACDC as well. I think every, I think every classic rock band is a little bit ACDC. Yeah, yes, are you, are, you know, are you even a rocker if you haven't even heard of ACDC? I don't think there's anyone in the world that hasn't heard of ACDC. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly it. I well, if I can help in any way, I mean, my, my podcast has just uh, ranked 661 in the global music charts in the world. So hopefully... Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, you can spread the word and get you get yourself known out there. Yeah, well, 
Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, you guys are spread all over the country, aren't you? I think getting you all for rehearsals and things pretty tough. Yeah, rehearsals a nightmare, you know. Um, you know, two of the guys live up near Glasgow. I live down Northampshire in England, and uh, yeah, um, Cambridge over towards Worcester, another one. Oh, it's just ridiculous, but, you know. <laughs> but you make it work, and that's that's yeah. all that matters. Well, yeah, we, you know, we, we've got to go and play. We love Leiden, so we've got to go and go and play. You know, um, it's just uh, a hard, hard thing organising that all. You know, absolutely. Well, you know, you, you should be very proud of yourself. That's that's better than any long distance relationship. That is keeping a band going when you hardly see each other, and then you turn up for gigs and you still play as tight as you guys i mean that's fantastic yeah well yeah yeah we don't uh, we don't really rehearse a lot i think that with the two new guitar players andy and richard i think we've only had two or three rehearsals you know with them and uh, they only last for a few hours each time so. yeah but you can't tell on stage you know to look at you musically you're so tight and you, you, anyone would think you've known each other for years yeah but um yeah we could do with a lot more rehearsing it's a shame we don't live closer now, like you say but it's, it's the best thing to do is just be in the rehearsal Every week at least. Well, we'll just have to get you some more gigs then, won't we? Some more gigs, eh? Yep, some more gigs, and you can use. This... Yeah. Um, how are you for gigs? Have you got any coming up? I mean, obviously Christmas is here. Have you got anything after Christmas? Um, well, we're not due out again until I think it's March next year that start up again, mm-hmm. and uh, that seems to be up and, up and around in Scotland. Uh, so that's a mammoth task. Off we go, and, and that should be good fun. And uh, we've got gigs dotted just throughout next year, but I'm sure we'll get more in because that's just the way of things, you know. Yeah, well, make sure you take your thermal layers, Gary. If you thought it was cold in Wales, it's going to be even colder up in Scotland. Well, I know that. That's why I live in England. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Have you had much snow where you are? No, it's just really frosty. Really yeah, frosty we seem to have missed it as well. I'm I'm on the cusp of Staffordshire Moorlands. We had a little bit, but not as much as Manchester. I'm actually very sad. Yeah. I thought I was going to wake up and it'd be white over, but no, no <laughs> snow day for us. Uh, no, we don't need snow. Not having horses, you know, it's just a nightmare. Oh, absolutely. So who mucks them out then? Is it Claire that mucks them out? No. Is it you? <laughs> Is it? That's great. Oh, we are getting to the nitty gritty here, aren't we? We've learnt a lot about you, Gary. Oh, things you do for your wife. Yeah, next. Next. Maybe maybe we won't get any more horses then. Maybe you just uh, you know you can keep your five. So what are you, what are your plans for the rest of the day then? Once once you finish this uh, interview. Oh, better get the waste dinner on, you know. Oh. I tell you what, if there are any guys listening out there to this, this is how to be the perfect husband. You've set, you really have set the standards now, Gary. I do. I mean, my partner makes me loads of food. He cooks for me every day. I don't really need to do it, and he'll do the housework. I just kind of exist. <laughs> so uh, yeah, maybe maybe that is the happy. You know what they say: a happy wife is a happy life. Really, is that that easy? Oh yeah, just shopping, just ordering loads of parcels, and when they arrive, I'm adamant that I haven't ordered them. I'm like, oh, they've sent the wrong parcel again. I haven't ordered this, and then I look and it's my name, and I'm like, maybe I have, maybe I did order that. Whoops. That's right, uh, I can't get through my front door for parcels, the man's never away from the door. Knock, knock, here's another one. Yeah, all my neighbours, I tell you, they, they've got them stacked up. <laughs> they don't even deliver them when I've got like one or two now, they just wait till I've got about six to save themselves the journey. Yeah. <laughs> 
crazy. So, um, what are your New Year's resolutions? Have you got any? None. None? None at all. No. Keep writing songs, crazy rock songs, keep swearing, keep drinking alcohol, but that's it. Do you know what? That sounds perfect. That. Why would you want any with that? That. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm too old for that rubbish. Well, do you know what? I hope um, I hope at some point, you know, our paths can cross and I can actually meet you in person um, and maybe have a, a rum or two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, they can, yeah, all oh, the nights on rum. Anyway, um, well, well, thank you very much for, you know, doing this interview with me when you're not feeling great, because that's the last thing you want. Sometimes you just want to be wrapped up, don't you, and just in your, in your warm house. And, yeah, hopefully we can push it and we can get, you know, a lot more pre-orders and get your name known. Oh, good. It's an absolute pleasure. It's been perfect. Yeah, no problem. And you carry on looking after your lovely wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, And the horses. Definitely. <laughs> I have no choice. No? Well, listen, Gary, all the best. Uh, look after yourself and have a lovely Christmas. Right, and you. And, uh, thank you very much. You're more than welcome. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye.
Shadows, stand and fight. 